Our friends at Turo College are always passing along to us important messages for students and parents. And we've had an opportunity over the last few months to really get in depth uh, with some of the people at Turo about some of the programs they offer and why they are so beneficial to both students and families out there. And uh, today is uh, a conversation right along those lines. Uh, Shifra Lizer is with us live via telephone, professor and coordinator of recruitment for Turo's occupational therapy program. Professor Shifra Lizer, a pleasure to welcome you to JM in the AM. Good morning. It is my distinct honor and privilege to be here today. Greatly appreciate that. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I'm going to ask you and start with what occupational therapy is, but but maybe in your answer you can include why it is so attractive to young people in our community as a pursuit and as a profession. So, uh, Professor Lizer, what is occupational therapy? Oh, gosh, that is the question that everybody dreads <laughs> <laughs> because it's really hard to encapsulate. But I'm, uh, I'm actually really excited to be able to give this definition to a Nahum Siegel audience because I think I want to start with a definition you might not find in a textbook, okay. which is we really help individuals find that spark. What is their unique neshama purpose in this world, no matter how they are presenting um, physically or cognitively, um, and really help bring that out and help them shine um, in this world. And again, neshama, I mean their soul or soul purpose. Um, so that basically is, um, you know, the a definition I would give in this in this venue. Um, but then to sort of, so thank you for that opportunity. Sure. And, um, but, you know, broadening that out a little bit, um, what we really do then is is look at, at, you know, the word occupational therapy built into that word occupation. It is occupation. And occupations really are how somebody occupies their time. And the reason that is so broad is because how people occupy their time. So it's not just helping people find jobs, right? That's right. sort of what people tend to think. Um, but how do people occupy their time? Um, and that changes based on who they are, what stage they are in life, right? So the occupation of childhood um, can be very different than the occupation of, of somebody who's an adult or somebody who's a little bit older. Um, you know, so the occupation of childhood could be, for example, play, um, could be as a student in school, could be a friend or a peer or a sibling. Um, and that role can shift and change depending on their status, um, their health status, their, um, and any, if they have any kind of difficulties. Um, in life. So really occupational therapy is looking at that individual, no matter where they are in at, at age and stage in the lifespan, and helping them be able to perform meaningfully. Because we all want, uh, the human drive is to perform meaningfully and to contribute purposefully um, to this world. You know, um, I mean, life's all about adjustments, and it sounds like occupational therapy helps people really, especially young people, uh, really make the proper adjustments to their benefit, frankly. Um, uh, we all... And resiliency. Resiliency is key. You hit on a key piece of it. It's helping. We all have to be resilient during this COVID time. Right. Um, and that really showed us this, this notion of helping people find their resiliency and shifting gears and, and still making the best of what's left the of what we have now. I think mm-hmm. the, the average layperson, when, when we think of or envision occupational therapy, we envision a, a student, typically you know, on the younger side, although, of course, I mean, stroke victims and others you know, who are older, uh, also go through the regimen, uh, but you know, being being guided by a therapist, really with you know, in developing skills and and doing tasks. That that's generally what it looks like to us. Would, would that be an accurate description? 
Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because that's part of analyzing what is part of that person's occupational role, what tasks are involved, what do they, and really breaking that down into the minutia um, in a unique way so that we can step by step um, help that individual to regain what they are or to do for the first time what they want to be successfully engaging in. But you're right, it is tasks and activity based. And that's why it looks so simple. To the outside, right? right? It, look, it looks because, like fun and games and play, but it right. really is a deeper analysis. Be- yeah. Because when when someone is re- is in physical therapy and they're you know trying to you know help get their shoulder back, let's say you know to full speed or or, or to full strength. You know, we get the fact that that's, you know, that there are certain things that need to be done, you know, a hundred times a day or a thousand times a session. You know, we get that. We don't always look at it that what you're doing with the puzzles and with the toys and with the skill games and other things that that actually, you know, ends up, you know, working on a specific part of the person. Oh, yes, and it's part of the person and it's part of the brain. And actually, right. research is telling us that the repetition you do in, a, in an exercise way is great for the brain. But if you don't translate that into everyday skill and what we call generalize it into novel tasks, of course, matching where the person's up to, um, a lot of thought goes into what puzzle, how are we holding it, right. where is it going, um, all of that. It really helps and increments the person to grow and develop in those abilities. Absolutely. Professor Schiffer Leiser is with us. She is the um, professor and coordinator of recruitment for Turo's Occupational Therapy Program, which seems to be very attractive to youngsters in our community, which we'll get into in just a minute. But first, I have to ask you, can a, can a child or children's occupational therapist work with senior citizens and the reverse, or these are specialties where you're literally locked in to certain age groups? Oh, no, so not at all. So, uh, like, for example, in our program, we train occupational therapists as, as entry-level clinicians right. so that they can, they're they ready to go into any practice area. When you get out there, there are absolutely places where you become more comfortable, where you take your continuing education courses, where you get your specialty certifications. So they are very different sort of niches, right. um, and it takes, like, a lot of guts <laughs> when you're in a niche for 10, 15 years to switch over. Um, but that's part of the beauty of our profession is if you ever feel like you want to make that uh, shift in any way, because um, the thought process is the same. Again, we started off with a definition of this right. very broad definition. So it's really a, a, a skill of, you know, of thinking and analyzing that you can really take with you across population. This is not really the forum because obviously people should seek professional help, but just as an overview, are there a couple of signs you can give us that parents need to look out for that might suggest that their child should be evaluated for OT? Yeah, well, first of all, if there is um, an unusual level of struggle in daily routine, and it's hard to know, especially if it's your first child, what an unusual level of struggle right, is. Right, that's true. Right. Um, but, but if there's an unusual, like if the morning routine is, like takes an hour of crying to, out, to get out in the morning, if some child's not sleeping, um, you know, not, not just for a short period of time, but like continually, or, and right. it's been a pattern um, since birth. Um, I think it's. I think what parents realize is that this, that these little uh, things that seem disparate. So it can be like sleeping issues or discomfort with clothes or a little bit clumsy or falling. Like it's hard to see a bigger picture of how those things could really fit together. Um, and even more so, not to be worried about it, but to actually be curious about it and say, you know, is there is there an underlying system? Are there underlying systems that we could perhaps strengthen daily and gently that we can actually, you know, make make things go easier for all of us? Right, and, <laughs> it, and it's yeah. and it's not only 
how one holds a pencil or how one learns or doesn't learn how to tie shoes. There's a lot of other things as well, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Those are manifestations. Right, I I get that. It seems like those are always the two examples I always hear about. Um, Once once a child gets older, I mean, can a high schooler benefit from OT, or are they're they're beyond you know um, uh, picking up uh, those skills uh, as well as a five, six, seven year old could? Oh, Nahum, we thank God there is a more recent scientific finding that we are blessedly neuroplastic throughout the lifespan. So, and this wasn't always a, this wasn't always a given. Um, so that at any age, in any stage, we do truly have the capacity to grow new neurons and new neural pathways, depending on the information we provide our body and our brain. Um, is it easier when you're three, four, and five? Is the brain super plastic? Perhaps, um, but it's never too late. And as a matter of fact, right. a teenager. Um, because they've struggled so much, and, they, and if they go to the right OT where they can finally feel validated <laughs> that of why things are harder for them, there might be even increased motivation um, and increased connection with that therapist. So, yeah, I think it's, you know, it's all about that right connection and the right moment for that person to make those changes. And I would assume in the case of a senior citizen, family members got to be really patient because as they're doing the puzzles and doing all the, you know, the activities – it, they're going to progress, and what they're doing obviously is going to help them recover. But it, but it must be a much slower process. Um, it, it can be slower, but again, what we, what at least in, what I tell the students in my class is, is it, it is, it can be a little bit slower in adults. But on the other hand, if the if the elderly person is motivated, again, we right. capture That's motivation. True. So That's true. if the puzzle ain't doing it, right. maybe baking cookies will right. do it. And, and, so and, 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 and if they spend yeah. a lot of hours doing it, then obviously they're going to increase the possibility of getting things done quicker, right? That's exactly. True. So if we can get away from this notion of rote right. puzzles or one size fits all therapy, right. um, that would increase outcomes. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I, I've seen that with people I know who've suffered terrible injuries. If they're if they're focused on it, you know, 18 hours a day, they're going to make progress a lot faster, quite obviously. Um, all right. Uh, uh, Professor Schiffer Lies is with us, coordinator of recruitment for Turo's occupational therapy program. Um, I mean, I, I would have to assume, and I, I've heard this actually from other people at Turo who work in you know, in benevolent departments, <laughs> you know, nursing, <laughs> nursing, physical therapy, etc. I, I guess one of the reasons that OT is a big attraction to young men and women in our community is, frankly, you get an unbelievable opportunity to help people make a tremendous difference in people's lives. Right, right. There's a large number of people that are empaths <laughs> that yeah. want to be involved in helping professions. So, hey, that's a big draw. Absolutely. All right. What's the path? What do people do? They, 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 they start their undergraduate career. Let's say the young people are back from Israel. What path do they take to become a professional OT? Okay. So at Turo, um, first of all, there's wonderful academic advisors in the undergraduate level that as soon as a student knows that they want to do OT, they can you know make a meeting with the academic advisor. Um, we have this unusual opportunity at Turo where we actually have a 60-credit entry. Mm. So again, the sooner that they know that they want to do OT, and again, it's, it's not always a, it's not always best to know quick. Right. Sometimes it's good to, to, to try different things and right. make sure that you right. know what you want to do. Um, but once you know that you're settled on OT and you've done observation and you know and you at all the different fields and ways that it can help people, um, then you go to your academic advisor and you make sure that you take those 60 um, prerequisite credits that are really geared to prepare you for our program. And like, this, and this, we should point out for men and women. You have it. You have it in yes. all, all the schools. Oh right? yes, yes. Now you know. Oh, it's funny because you know the OT profession rises now heavily on the on the female side. Right. But yes, we have classes where yes, it's open to both. Right. Uh, absolutely, and we encourage we 
encourage that. We need all kinds of therapists. Um, and, um, yeah, but once you have that 60 credits, you can apply to our program. Um, and it's a, sort of like an accelerated track in a way. Um, and, you can, and then when you graduate our program, our program is a bachelor's and master's um, program so that you can enter with the 60 credits. And by the time you graduate with us three years later, you have earned your bachelor's of science and master's of science in occupational therapy, which is really, uh, you know, it's a, it's a sort of a streamlined um, path, and you can be done a little bit faster than, yeah. than a traditional route. I mean, in terms of timing, that works out really well for a lot of people. I mean, that's relatively quick, frankly. Yes, absolutely. Uh, what, mm-hmm. does, what does Turo offer? Are there scholarships for a program like this? I know the Shomer Shabbos angle is completely taken care of. It's one of the benefits of people pursuing Turo. What could you tell us about those details? Yes. So, all right. So I think a huge benefit is, is that Shomer Shabbos piece. I mean, yep. Yontif, and, and they don't even, you know, it's, it's just like sort of taken for granted. Yep. Um, even when we arrange fieldwork sites, I mean, there were, they, we let supervisors know that two, they're going to be, they're going to make up the hours, but two o'clock on Friday is two o'clock on Friday. And right. it's really a very nice thing. Um, there are some select scholarships that you can um, apply for, um, especially once you're in the program. We, there's the board of New York City Board of Ed scholarship, which is nice. And so as faculty, we do whatever we can to write letters of support for our students um, for various scholarships, yes. And I assume Turo.edu has all the information about this. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All people have to do is look up occupational therapy at Turo.edu, mm-hmm. and you can find out about this path, which is um, uh, not just, uh, you know, uh, not just relatively short compared to some other professions in terms of getting into the workforce, but it's really a satisfying and seems to be a, um, a a big hit among the young people in our community. People feel that they yeah. are that they are really uh, making a tremendous difference. And I would think just like teachers down the road, you know, end up hearing 10, 20 years later from, uh, from uh, you know, the different students who are informing them, you know, just type what type of effect in a positive way they had on them. I'm sure, I mean, I know this from our own family situation. When we, when we meet, you know, the therapists who dealt with our babies, you know, who are now in their 20s, I mean, it's a tremendous debt of gratitude that they have mm-hmm. achieved what they've achieved because the work that they did, meaning the therapist did, when, mm-hmm. the, when the kids were a year or two old even, and, mm-hmm. even, and even older, you know, helped mm-hmm. help produce, you know, some really wonderful people. And I'm sure that's something that they, uh, that they meaning the therapists, find very satisfying. Yeah, and it's so interesting because you think you've just been like three months of someone's life or right. a year of someone's life, and then you realize you are so instrumental. Like it's it's almost like humbling <laughs> that you were so instrumental because <laughs> so you've true. gone on, but you really you've been a chapter in their life, and that's really really amazing. You know? Well said, well, Professor. Right. Well said, Professor Schiffer-Leiser, coordinator of recruitment for Turo's occupational therapy program, Turo.edu. Information about all their hundreds of programs and all their schools, etc. But if you're looking specifically uh, for OT. Uh, go to the website and you will find the information there. Professor Lizer, anything you'd like to add? Um, well, I just want to thank you for your support sure. and for letting everybody know about um, what we have to offer. I think we are very student-centered so that if a student, we understand, and I think this is how we're unique, we understand the juggling <laughs> that yep. goes on. And, and you know, we don't, we're not just empathic to our clients, we're empathic <laughs> to our students um, as well. And again, very student-centered. And again, I just thank you for spreading the, world, the word of opportunities out there. Everybody should really, especially students, should really work hard to find what their calling is um, and do their research. And, you know, feel free to call me to, to, to email us and, and find out more about, you know, what could potentially be a very good path for you. Phenomenal. Thank you. A pleasure. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. Turo.edu for information, everybody. This occupational therapy, a, a tremendous, tremendous presence in that field 
among uh, students and uh, members of the workforce in our community. Really amazing. I know a lot of parents are tuned in, students are tuned in. Check it out at Turo.edu. They are doing a remarkable job in a lot of departments. This one, it seems they are just producing great graduates constantly. Thursday morning broadcast, JM in the 